This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll, and I'm joined by Chris Motes this morning. We're broadcasting from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful morning. I kind of wish I was sitting on my front porch having a cup of coffee, but... I'm enjoying talking to everybody this morning. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing for, well, and I'm not exactly co- on my... F- yeah. <laughs> for, first day of co-hosting, so, do we want to know where you're at? Well, I'm not on my front porch, but I'm not in studio with you, as, as people who have been listening know. <laughs> we are in a COVID well, quarantine right now. <laughs> this so is am, a COVID I'm, land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm at home. Eli got me set up yesterday so I can I can talk with you from home. And, I did um, like your idea, though, early on when you were like, let's just do it from my front yard. I'm like, that would be so fun if you could just control the cars. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how the producer would like that. because So we live right at the top of this um, hill. It's the one section of road in Sioux Falls that has the cobblestones. Yes. So car, cars go over it, and it goes... Yeah, and it's like yeah. over and over, so that might be, be a little <laughs> might annoying. be a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really, really, really excited for our next guest, Don Wolf. Thank you, Don, for do- joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So, tell the folks what you do for the diocese. So, I am starting my 25th year. No uh, way. Yes, I know. It's hard to believe. Wow. Uh, with the diocese, uh, the last 20 has been as their director of technology. And I always say it just means I'm the biggest geek in the building. <laughs> You're everybody's favorite geek in the building. <laughs> Don! Don! I love to help people. Well, and you don't just help people in this building. You help the whole diocese. And I can, be, I can attest to that because back in the day when it was Lamb Radio, and it was me and Brett Byler, and that was it. Don would even help Real Presence Radio back in the day. Yes. So. You, you help everyone. I, we do, yes. We, we help um, the parishes, the priests, the deacons. Um, we actually take care of um, as, as much as they need help. Um, the small schools outside of the city of Sioux Falls. Um, yeah, just, you know, if, if, if it's Catholic and if it plugs into the wall or has a battery, we do our best to try God to help. God bless you. Good so. night. <laughs> well, <laughs> a big job, and I'm glad you have a spirit for it, because I sure don't. <laughs> love, love doing it. <laughs> so, uh, we actually, Chris, you actually got Dawn on this morning. Is that how I hear about it? Yeah. Um, and what Dawn- inspired you? So Dawn, uh, her signature line of her email, I, I think she's had it for a while, but I just noticed it in the last month or two. And I just love, I loved it. It's on technology. Dawn does IT stuff. And I, our lives are kind of, with COVID, a bit different. Technology is, is uh, we're using it a lot, a lot more. But I just want to share this quotation, if, if I can, that's on Dawn's email that I just thought was, that's great. And let's talk about it. So it's, um, technology cannot replace you, your team the personal touch, or the presence of the Holy Spirit. Use tools to be more efficient. Use tools to further the church's mission. Use the tools, but never let the tools use you. Um, I just thought that was so so neat, because it, uh, it, it can be. I think we've, we all can recognize those moments where we've maybe let, let, let ourselves be taken away a bit by 
by what the tool brings. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Well, it, and, yeah. you know, honestly, it's, it's a neurology thing. Our brains are wired to, to react favor, favorably to actions that make us feel good, right? And so, like, did you know eating chocolate actually raises your dopamine levels by 50%? Oh, my goodness. Right? And No, and, no wonder we like it so much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Some more <It's>, than others. <laughs> right there with you, girl. Right there with you. Um, you know, honestly, you guys, like, using drugs, like snorting cocaine, can raise dopamine levels 350%. Right. Or Mm -hmm. that special time between a husband and a wife. um, Right. That God's gift to a married couple that raises them by uh, dopamine levels by 100 percent. They're finding Mm -hmm. using brain imaging technology that glowing screens are equivalent to, uh, you know, raising dopamine levels 100 percent. 100 percent. So no wonder we can't put it down. Right. When it gives us that, when it releases that much dopamine, um, you know, no wonder you put it in front of a crying kid and boom, dopamine levels. And then, you know, it's hard for them to put it down. So, well, and that's just the screen being on. Think about what they're watching on the screen. Right. Right. That has to affect it even more. Right. And then if you also to think about, you know, the, the sad thing to me is using technology is so often uh, a solitary experience, but God made us as, you know, for, for relationship, right? We were made to interact. And so no wonder we're seeing, you know, all kinds of um, research on people who are really avid consumers of social media, that they actually feel more lonely, more depressed, more, you know, and so I'm just such a, a big advocate of use these tools, but don't let them use you, you know, to take control yeah, of, yeah. of that. So, yeah. So go ahead, Chris. Well, I was going to say just because, you know, the last since, I don't know, uh, March, so it's really been three three months now, we are using tools a lot. Even technology is enabling me to, to sit in my home office and visit with you. Um, how, how can we, like, fit technology into our lives? You know, some of these dangers of, like, ch- changing brain chemistry are really important to be aware of. But I don't hear you saying let's not use technology at all. What is the proper like proper place for it? So I really look at, you know, you use technology to grow in knowledge, you know, it, it spiritually, um, intellectually. You know, I, I love all of the resources that are so readily available to us to learn about our world, right, to learn about our faith and to make connections when connections can't be made in person. So perfect example, um, I have a niece in Minneapolis. We have not seen them since Christmas or even before. Well, she had a brand new baby in March, right? And we have not been able to meet sweet, adorable Cora. But we, she um, has, yeah, so um, she has used this app called Family Album and shared it with all of us and oh. there's videos and pictures and we've just been it has felt like we've been there so it's been a beautiful connection for us to feel a little bit part of this um, brand new life in in our family so right. that's cool I love the technology that people get to use to um, be healthier 
right? Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but my I have a darn calorie counter, right? Or, or my <laughs> steps where I look at it and go, holy Hannah, I better get, I yeah. better get walking, you yeah. know, and it, and it pushes me to, to, to do those things, to be healthier things that I know I should do anyway. So I love that. Um, and then the, just the efficiency and, uh, that the technology does offer. So how do you know when you've crossed the line? I think we become, it's almost like putting a lobster in cold water to me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? So true. <laughs> you know, they, they often, and I, so I, there's, there's signs that your kid is getting too much screen time, but it's very applicable to adults as well. You know, inappropriate outsized reactions, meltdowns, headaches, loss of sleep mm. or trouble sleeping, isolation, more sadness, a big one for adults, loss of focus and energy. Mm. Technology can be a real energy sucker, you know? Um, but you put that down and you go outside and you go for a walk and all of a sudden, right? Oh, oh I feel yeah, so good. Yeah, when I've good. been staring at my computer working too long, I'll be like, when's the last time I stood up out of my chair? Mm-hmm. And I'll go outside and it does make a big difference. Right? There's even apps you can put on your computer that remind you to take a break. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Leave me, it says. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So I'm also interested um, because I know as a parent and I grew up with computers. And so they've been a natural part of our lives for some of us in the younger. I wouldn't say younger. I'm not that young. But, you know, it's just been a part of our everyday lives. But really, really part of our children's lives. I have a 17-year-old. So I want to dive into that, and we're, we're going to take a break here in just a couple minutes, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to have more with you, Don. But um, I wanted to start talking about my child's phone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Every, person, every parent <laughs> dreads it. So she has a smartphone, so, and I have put on these special apps to control her, her world. Great. Does that work? Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm afraid of, Don. Mm-hmm. Mother to mother here. Yep. Is I'm afraid that these apps that they're gonna because I don't know what these kids are into. Like it's like okay, so now we're into TikTok. Okay, so now I have to learn about TikTok, and I don't want to learn about TikTok. And I know. No, 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 no. Right. And what other things are they now inventing that I don't know about that this app doesn't know about? Right. I have got a great resource for you as a parent and Ready. for all parents. Um, it's called protectyoungeyes.com. That's one of them. This is a fantastic website, especially for parents, because it has in alphabetical order all of these apps and it lays out what the app is, um, what it does. What are things, uh, some concerns that you should have as a parent? What age appropriateness uh, this app is for? Mm -hmm. Um, And then it constantly updates it, right? Because those darn apps, they add, you know, Snapchat, for instance, um, about a year after it was out, they added a for your eyes only section. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know right? that, Dawn. Right? And it's a special <laughs> password protected area where the kids can store all their naughty stuff. All right, right folks, I'm just going to hang up the phone and go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So I love the protectyoungeyes.com. Uh, and actually, um, 
Catholic Mutual, um, our Catholic Mutual group is um, utilizes them and, and uses a lot of their resources. But it's simple and it's easy and it's quick and it's Im- great information. So you can look at your kid's phone and go, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. What is that app? Mm-hmm. You go there and you can learn about it in a very short amount of time without being a super geeky person at all. So <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I love that. That's a great resource. Well, we're going to keep diving more into um, our children's phones and, and different things to be aware of when it comes to technology in our lives today. So, But we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to have more with Don Wolf and more Real Presence Live. I'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hearts are being changed. This is, a, this is real. It's not just hyperbole. People's hearts are changed. People yeah. are converted. They're, they're surfing through the radio and all of a sudden they stumble on this, this radio station. And that just is the way, uh, that's the way that God uses to bring a whole new chapter in their life. And uh, the Lord is literally drawing us closer to himself through this radio station. So uh, our task as Christians, as Catholics, is to spread the gospel, teach all nations. And this is the way to do it. So God is giving us the opportunity to fulfill our calling, our mission, our vocation in life. This is great. So any, any, you can't be outdone in generosity. I'm Absolutely. sure you, you, we've said that and heard that. But even though it sounds cliche and trite, it is not you cannot outdo God in generosity. So anything that you give for the kingdom of God, you will receive in many ways, shapes, and forms. I chose Mount Marty over at State School because of the small classroom sizes and because of the small faculty to student ratio. I want to be able to develop a relationship with my professors and not just be a number on the wall. Hello, my name is Mitchell Lahneman. I'm a junior at Mount Marty College and I'm originally from Adrian, Minnesota. You can really develop relationships with your professors and Mount Marty offers lots of opportunities such as leadership positions and different clubs and activities to participate in. Mount Marty College, experience the momentum. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro and my co-host today, Chris Motes. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us this morning. And You know, Don, uh, you're our, our guest that we're speaking to right now. And if I'm going to be an honest parent... This is a topic I don't like talking about. Right, I know. It scares me. And so then I would rather just, okay, it doesn't exist. La, 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 la. 
<laughs> so <laughs> fingers in ears, right? <laughs> right. Yep. I don't mm-hmm. know anything. I don't know anything. But technology is a part of our lives. Um, and we were talking about my 17-year-old and how I have um, certain parental controls on her phone. Um, I was curious to talk to Chris too. Um, you've got four young children. How much technology do you? Yeah, allow little them? ones. Our our oldest turns eight next week, so they're all right. little. And we, um, we've made it kind of a deliberate decision to be pretty low tech, uh, especially at this point. Um, so we don't have, you know, the kids don't have like their own devices or, or iPads or, you know, we've got a couple giving computers a thumbs in the up house. To that. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple computers in the house, but they're like our oldest just learned how to do some of the computer stuff. She's in an after school music program. So they started zooming when COVID mm-hmm. hit. And so... It was kind of funny because so she's they're kind of doing their like music drills and then the, the music teacher was having them type some stuff into the chat and my daughter um who can read and write she was typing words but they were all strung together with no spaces between and her teacher said no put a space between the words and my daughter oh. said how do you do that wow she not, she had not used she had not used the keyboard before she just okay. didn't know what the space bar was sure. it's not like sure. there's a it's not labeled. You just have to know what it is. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we, well, we, we, are, we are very low tech around here. Yeah. And, and do you guys, um, do you realize that some of the biggest, smartest people in the technology industry, they purposely send their kids to low tech schools? What? On purpose. Yeah. And to me, that's a big red flag, right? That should be telling us as parents, okay. If these folks are saying, in order to enhance creativity, etc., in our children, uh, you know, technology is not uh, the end-all, be-all, and the answer to um, to learning. In fact, there's uh, teachers are saying, "Boy, we're noticing some significant changes in kids in the classroom that are their their symptoms are like." They're not ADHD officially, but they're like that because of the all of the screen time and the behavior issues and stuff. So I applaud you, Chris. There's actually a movement mm. called Wait Until uh, 13. 13. Mm-hmm. To yeah. wait until giving your children, um, for sure, a smartphone, but um, yeah, but definitely... Yeah, I failed in that. Well, the average age right now is like nine, nine years old, and they well, have yeah. a smartphone well, with many, access how? to the internet, which means pornography and all the other crazy stuff. So if I have, I have so many questions. So <laughs> if I have, you know, my 17-year-old daughter, I put on a parental control, whatever, whatever. So how do I know that that's working? How do I know that she's not looking at terrible sites and I've always told her that if I'm going to pay for your phone I'm going to look at your phone mm-hmm. whenever I want to right and it kind of freaks her out which then in turn freaks me out you know what I mean <laughs> right <laughs> right so I am a big proponent of parental controls I I I same philosophy right if I'm if I'm footing the bill then um you know I'm gonna know where you are etc but I want to talk about what parental controls can do, and I want to talk about what they can't do. Okay, so first I'm going to talk about... I'm going to take notes. Yeah, parental (laughs) controls are not a replacement for our parenting. 
right? Mm -hmm. Parental controls, unfortunately, are not set it and forget it, um, which is a bummer, right? Because we're busy and we have work and and all, you know, we're raising these kids and we're feeding them and making sure they're, you know, alive. Yeah, they fed every day. (laughs) I know, and like more than once a day. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, you know, parental controls are a really great way to minimize accidental exposures, you know, to that inappropriate Mm -hmm. content. Um, parental con- controls really should be set very strong when your kids are young and then tapered as they get older, right? Um, and, and here's the tough part. Every, there's a lot of parental controls out there. And what's right for my family is not going to be right for your family. Um, it, mod- it just depends on how much your kid is into gaming versus mm-hmm. no i don't have my kid's not a gamer but my kid loves you know whatever right. so um um there's some really great um parental controls bark um and again pre- protectyoungeyes.com has a lot of these really great parental controls they'll talk about what they can do and what they don't do. So Bark Parental Controls, for instance, helps you monitor texting and social media. It's one of the only that I'm aware of that can uh, monitor social media posts in Instagram, Facebook. But let's be honest, none of our kids are on Facebook, right? They're, <laughs> yeah, that's we all, all people are. I was just going to say, we all went to Facebook and then yeah, they Yeah, if you haven't heard that news, left. folks, Facebook is no longer cool. Right, yeah. But Still on it. <laughs> Snapchat and TikTok, et cetera, you know. Yeah. Um, um, there's, you can get a smartphone without... Um, the internet. If you're like, look, I want, you know, I, I've got a kid who's super active, but mm-hmm. they're not quite 13 and I don't want to give them. There's a, a company called Gab Wireless. Well, that's what I did. I People mm-hmm. are going to just throw a fit when they hear this, but my daughter used to be drive, picked up by a bus. Mm-hmm. And so she had her first phone when she was like seven yeah. because it made me nervous having her walk home alone. Yep. Not that she used it for anything. It was a little old you know, beep, 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 boop, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> right. nothing on it. But, right. you know, it's for safety reasons I wanted it. I Yep, I hear you. And they, they actually have phones where there's like four buttons on it, right? And mm-hmm. one calls mom, one calls dad, one calls grandma, well, you know, whatever, whatever numbers right. you can, you know, do. And, and, and the Apple iOS and the Androids, they have more and more screen time parental controls for, yes. for the younger kids and stuff. But that's really just screen time doesn't really have you know um some of the others where you can so right bullying is a Mm -hmm. really big issue especially with certain kids and if you're not able to monitor some of the texts that your kids are getting there could be a real serious um issue with that and so those parental controls are what will help you alert you to the issue. And then that's when, you know, if you will, your big parental skills gear, you know, right. gear in and right. kick in. So Well, and I think, too, sometimes um, guiding your child. Um, I think back in the day, my friends all used to come over and hang out at the house. And they still do that. But it's not as much as when I was a kid mm-hmm. or, you know, in high school or junior high. And so you can't hear the interactions that they're having. With right. their friends. And so sometimes um, my daughter will be telling me stuff and I'll like correct her. Well, that's really not a very nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it could be either way. Right. Or that's really not a nice way to treat your friend or, you know, because you, you're losing out on that opportunity 
to guide them and how to be a good person right when it's all over text right and then you've got the uh, the additional concern right with all those kids coming over to your house and hanging out mm-hmm. right they all want to hop on your wireless right yeah because have you ever seen like you know they may all be laying on on the bed or in yeah. your room and just hanging out but half the time they're all like oh look i'm texting so-and-so or i'm right. you know here or i'm there i'm you know snapchatting and i'm tiktoking or whatever so how do you make sure that all of those kids who are now, if you allow that, to be on your wireless network, how are you making sure that they're not going someplace? So I haven't even thought of that. Right? So, oh, so, okay, so let me get a little, I'm going to get a little bit geeky here and talk Geek about, and talk about, there's a, there's a thing when, when your device connects to the internet, it needs a lot of different things. Number one, it needs something called an IP address, which sure. is kind of like a phone number, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it also needs something called DNS, which is domain name services. And DNS is like the phone book for the internet. Okay, so your IP address, when you pull up a browser and you type in, I want to go to yourcatholicradiostation.com, well, that domain name, yourcatholicradiostation.com, is associated with an IP address. As humans, we remember words better than we do numbers. 192.168.1.253, you know, right? That would be really hard to remember all the places that we want to search for on the internet by numbers. So DNS is the phone book that translates your Catholic radio station to the IP address and sends it and sends it to us. So and every network has a gateway, right? It's the main doorway that uh, takes us out to the internet. So to me, that makes the, the most sense to um, protect that doorway. And that's where all of the content filtering happens is at the gateway. And you can do it for free by implementing something, a couple of different um, recommendations for DNS filtering. There's a cleanbrowsing.org. If you go to that website, it's got excellent free and some paid options, if you'd like, for providing content filtering on your home network. That way... See, and I've only thought about it from the opposite end of the computer itself or the phone itself, not from my router... Do you want to know, one of the highest um, search um, queries on YouTube is how to disable parental controls on my laptop or my (laughs) mobile phone. (laughs) It is. So, clean browsing, you know, and if you do it at the DNS level, at the gateway level, and then you put a password on your, you know, which everyone should do anyway on their gateway, then guess what? There's no little piece of software that they get to disable or uninstall or whatever. So You're genius. Being a little, yeah. And then there's another one called OpenDNS that does the same thing, too, and, and just where you can filter based on a whole category and you can get really specific about what you allow and what you can, and what you won't allow. Wow. So, yeah. Don, we could have had you on for a few hours and I think it just <laughs> brought up more questions. <laughs> but I have some great websites to go check out. ProtectYourEyes.com, CleanBrowsing.org. OpenDNS. OpenDNS. Mm-hmm. Love it. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you. All right. So we're going to have to have you on again. I'd love to. I'd love to come back. And I'd love to talk about some some fun ways that as a family you can use apps too. Love it. 
All right. Well, thanks to Don for joining us, and we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona-Rochester will be on with us, so stay tuned. Real Presence Live will continue. 